Hello. hello. Hey guys. Hello, hello, hello. It's Rosie and your co-host. Henry. And we are here with some juicy, juicy dilemmas today. God, do you know what? I put on my Instagram story yesterday, like la- like last night, like mm-hmm. last evening. <laughs> last evening. Last evening. And I said, guys, I don't have any dilemmas and we're recording tomorrow. <laughs> Send me some dilemmas. That is so you, isn't it? <laughs> very unprofessional. <laughs> very last very last minute crowned in and I'll work, allow it. It works out great. And you're like, see, I told you. Yeah, well, this is why people who procrastinate always procrastinate because it still works out fine in the end. Anyways, I didn't procrastinate, I was actually really fucking busy. And I asked you guys for some dilemmas. I have never had in the history of this podcast so many dilemmas sent before. So many. So the table's taking a pound, isn't sorry, it? Sorry, getting a bit intense. Um, <laughs> we've got like so many. Good, yeah. I don't want to tell you how many because it's actually not that many, but it, it, it's uh, perspective, right? It is, yeah, so it's perspective. It's all about perspective. But if you've done it in percentages, it's about fifty percent more than what the average fifty percent uptake has. So it's a lot. Yeah, so we're basically at one hundred and fifty percent. well done us do you know what do you guys let me know i'm actually gonna put a little poll under this uh episode let me know do you like it more now because you know that you're emailing me and henry like it's not a different guest every single time you know who you're emailing Mm. because if you do i find that really interesting because first off i think unlike you because what i think is that it's much more comfortable to send someone your dilemma aka ask someone for advice when you know who you're asking also yeah it is right part of that is the answer that you you might kind of know what answer you're going to get but if you send it to someone that you're kind of like favorable for you're like oh you might say what i was thinking that i didn't want to think exactly exactly and that's what i was getting at i reckon you like it more now that we got Henry, not just because he's Henry, but because you know who's going to be here like every second week. For the self-love segment today, mm-hmm. we actually thought it would be quite nice not to like come in with a topic and just kind of just chat about how we're both doing at the moment, how things are going for us and like just how we're feeling. So little life update. I am feeling all right. Okay. I'm not feeling great. I'm not feeling awful. I've definitely felt awful <laughs> a lot in the last few weeks. Um, by the time you guys are listening to this, I think it would have been like six weeks ago that I first started feeling a bit crap. It's when I got back from Ibiza, guys. I don't know what it was. Everybody's like that when they get back from right? the White Isle, baby. But that's not, like, I'm not <laughs> doing that shit in Ibiza, so it's not, like, because of that, you know? It's, it, it was just almost like the that was the last trip of my summer but also that was the last trip of a lot of trips that i've done this year like i've probably been like to five or six different countries it's this been year. rolling pretty much since dublin really which was in january oh my god yeah, it's been non-stop it's been like non-stop and even january itself i keep forgetting that we went there in january as well even january in itself was like me going back to ireland god this feels like so long ago but it's me going year, back yeah. to ireland for the first time in 10 years and now i've been back twice eh? i really wanted to make sure i went back a second time this year because i didn't want to be a case where i went back once and then i only like go like once every three years you talk about I wanna, that one time like. yeah exactly i actually want to get like get in touch with my home roots again and like go, go back to ireland and visit ireland a lot more regularly um which is lucky because you can get pretty cheap flights from here and it's not that far away the worst <laughs> so. bit's just getting to the airport isn't it i can't wait till we get our little oh should we talk about it no guys the dog we have a dog situation we 100% get one we are 100% in the works of finding the dog right now that's all I'm gonna say there's gonna be but nothing left at this table stop it now. when um when 
When we go to Ireland again, that's what I was going to say. When we go to, go to Ireland again, we just get the ferry because we take the little doggy. And it'll be amazing. Yeah. Oh, when Where's it's like that. From? Uh, is it th- from near Devon? Is Devon on the coast? No. Yeah, Devon's like down. Is it down? Um, there's a port. Ross, I know you go to Ross Lair in Wexford and Ireland, but I don't know the English side. It's like four hours from Reading. Is it? Yeah, a little bit far. Or fly and be there in four hours. No. I'm going to take the dog. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, right, we digress again, as per usual. I feel really high up in this chair. I'm going to come down. Um, I've been feeling like I've been going 100 miles an hour this year. And I feel like I do that every year. I actually just think that's how I live my life. And I quite like it. Like... I definitely thrive off busyness and I thrive off spontaneity and I thrive off just like moving forward constantly. But what has happened this year is I think I've faced something that I've been kind of like avoiding and not really thinking about for the last couple of years is that I kind of come to terms with the fact that I feel quite lonely. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't feel lonely. Like I've got loads of friends and I've got mm-hmm. a friend. And I am really sociable, spend a lot of time with people and good people as well. I'm not just talking like numbers, like, oh, there's loads of people in my life. I have great quality people in my life who fill my cup and bring me so much happiness. Do you guys remember that from last week's episode? Fill my cup. I'm actually going to use that saying a lot more because I really relate to it. Like I feel like it's very fitting for a lot of stuff that we talk about. But yeah, the people in my life, they fill my cup. I feel good and I love them. We're fantastic people, right? But where I work from home on my own, and you probably have heard me talk about this a lot already by now, I am just feeling... Oh, I don't know. I'm just feeling lonely and isolated. And I think when you feel lonely and isolated, you accidentally isolate yourself further. So where every day feels like almost like a little bit, well, most days feel like a bit of a struggle, a bit of a push, a bit of a, right, Rosie, you actually need to get up and you need to go to the gym and you need to do this, you need to film. I'm finding it really difficult to get the energy And do you know what? I chatted about this a lot last week anyway, so I'm not going to I'm not going to keep going into it more and more. But I find it really hard to get the energy to like bounce off of someone, bounce off of things and to get myself going. And I think that's why I'm struggling a lot, because I kind of live in an isolated area within the town that I live in. Like it's quite long to get into town unless I'm driving and to get to go see any of my friends that don't live in this area. Like it's quite far. And I just think it's a lot of like little lonely trips. Yes, you're so right. You know when you never thought that. You know when you watch the start of The Incredibles and he's driving in a car and it's all grey because he's on his own. He gets to the desk and he sits on his own. Yeah, yours is like that, but it's like it's on that. the bus or it's in the taxi or it's on the train or it's in the car. Getting there and or then you have a great time when you're there. Home. And then after that, it's like right back in the train, back home. Walk from there to the car on your own. Get in yeah. the car on your own open a door house empty yeah so it's just a bit like draining to be honest very gray very draining and for a girl that literally like shits butterflies like i'm just i'm happy and (laughs) i'm just very positive and i'm like a don't smell like butterflies (laughs) (laughs) i'm just i think i'm a bubbly person right and i really struggle where i almost have this like juxtaposition on a weekly where weekend like henry's home i'm really happy we're normally socializing got something going on whether it's with friends family or we're like just doing our runs going to gym like it's just feel good vibes okay heavy heavy time and then monday to friday it's like oh 
just feel shit again unless I have plans and 90% of the time the plans mean that I can't work so if I like tomorrow I'm actually giving myself the day off which I haven't done in a little while I'm giving myself the day off to go to spa with my friend and normally what I say is I'm going to spa with my friend in the week because I can have the flexibility to do that but I'll try to edit a video while I'm there or I'll try to do some emails when I'm there I am telling you now I am not, I'm leaving my phone in the locker and I am winding the fuck down and I am having a full afternoon off my phone, off of work, off of my responsibilities and actually just relaxing and I can't wait. But anyway, again, I'm digressing. I'm just struggling and I've been struggling a little bit and I think I've because I've come home and I've kind of hit a wall because I'm like, right, I'm actually not going anywhere after this. There's no next trip. There's no next thing to like look forward to. I'm back to my reality and I'm like, oh, I feel like shit again. <laughs> and I think it made me realise, like, upon reflection, when I had those couple of weeks off of online, it really made me realise what my issue was and it is that I feel alone and I feel isolated. And first off, I want to say, I have felt totally alone and feeling alone like I because Henry is totally different situation like going to and from work our friends like either have partners who work from home with them or just don't ever really like admit to it I guess because I've spoken about it openly but no one has ever popped up and been like yeah me too because I don't think that they feel the same way so I've just felt a little bit alone in how I felt in feeling alone and I decided to like pop up online and be like guys this is how I feel like what like why do I feel this way and I'm really struggling and what I don't normally like doing is popping up online without also providing a solution or providing an answer or knowing where when I talk about something where it's going to take me I kind of guess I haven't enjoyed the vulnerability of just putting something out there and being like this is how I feel and I don't know what to do about it but I did that and I cannot tell you how many people replied to me and were like I feel the exact fucking same like hundreds of people and it's really inspired me and the thing about me right is as soon as I know how I feel and why I feel that way, I feel a thousand times better. Like I'm chilling. I'm like, okay, and I know I can address this. I know now what's going on in my brain and my heart. I know how I'm feeling. I can address this. So I'm coming out of that like rut right now and I'm feeling a lot better mentally. I am still having those like moments and those days where I'm just, it just feels like everything feels really overwhelming. But I'm, since talking about it, just feeling a lot better. So yeah, I'm feeling all right, but not fantastic. Feeling all right, all right, don't it? It's yeah. It, do you know what? It feels good enough right now. And I don't feel like I'm settling. I just feel like this is the start of things getting don't better. Have to always, I feel amazing. You can't do that forever, can you? So I know. Sometimes to admit, oh, I feel all right, it's actually like, okay, cool. Like, that's quite good compared to what it has been or could be. Or Yeah. How about you? How are you doing? Yeah, similar. All right. Obviously, like, going through the all this journey with you because obviously we live <laughs> together and spend all the time together and henry's like i'm like he's like a talking therapist in the way that i talk and he listens <laughs> yeah but i like you and find enjoyment in talking and i find enjoyment in listening yeah although i do like struggle with that sometimes because i sometimes i don't want a listener i want someone to like talk back at me and like chat with me about why i'm feeling this way mm. and i struggle because i feel like we butt heads sometimes where i'm like can you just say more and you're like you're going to be okay like just keep talking yeah we are very different in like those senses we have some like bits like that where you're like oh, i just want you to talk more and i'm like well it'll be all right and you're like no i need answers <laughs> yeah like i need substance mm. <laughs> but yeah no this this isn't about me how are you feeling yeah, yeah like feeling you i'm right. going along with you kind of like not similar but like mm just been very full on since like january yeah and now summer's coming to like an end have you enjoyed summer 
yeah, not as much as previous yeah. summers. Weather as well, but like, I yeah, don't know why it's just... I feel like everybody kind of feels like that this year. I don't know why. I think it's the weather, I can't lie, because if we have had, if we had had like roaring sunshine, things would have been so different. We would have been doing our midweek barbecues. We would have been going up to the football fields. We would have been th- seeing Rick and Amy and the dog. Like, I think like part of this as well is, so it worked, well, it works out, well, it's easy for us to work out because it's when we moved into the house, right? Yeah. So the summer that we moved in was like starting to come out of lockdown. Yeah, yeah, Last yeah. summer was complete freedom so everybody was the weather was nice everybody was seeing everybody like it was lively mm. and this almost seems like the little bit of a come down back to normal summer maybe you reckon maybe yeah because in my head i'm like way past it totally over it but you could be right i don't know maybe <laughs> i don't know yeah maybe well i just i know that a lot of people are feeling the same and i know the weather plays a big factor but it can't just be because the sun's not in the sky because you can still do like no, you still see your friends at Christmas when it's raining. Yeah, crap like that. no, I know, but I think um, I think the push isn't there as much when the weather's just okay or the weather's like not great because then people are like, oh, I'm just gonna tired from work, I'm just gonna stay home. Whereas in summertime, traditionally, we have been like, right, fucking knackered from work, but the sun is shining. Let's get ourselves out there. Let's like go to the like Pompey Arms or let's go do this, let's go do that. Do you not think? Yeah, but. I don't know. Maybe not just so. Maybe the yeah. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny how like weather affects you so much. It's just like it's just been a bit of a mm, yeah, like a damp squib. It's been mid. It's been word, yeah. damp squib. Squib. Oh. I don't know what that means, but a damp squib is like like grey cloud. Like mm. I think this summer's just mid. Mid, yeah. Yeah. Mid which is, everything. Which is fine, isn't it? Because next summer will be better. <laughs> but no, I don't know. It just feel, yeah, it just feels very much like yeah. But you know what? I'm really excited for September. And I know that's, well, of course I am. Of course you are. I'm a Libra. No, I'm really excited for September because kind of, I think I've adopted this since school, but I always see September as almost like a fresh start. You know how I see New Year's? I see September as the same. Like it's almost like a little bit of a reset. And I think it's because of like the school system. Like we go back to school in September. But I always associate that month with a bit of like a, right, summer's over. We are moving on to the next few months of our lives. Like what can I look forward to doing now? And I'm, I'm definitely like that with the clocks when the clocks change. You are. Oh my God, you so are, aren't you? And it's you? like, I'll come home that day and the clocks will change. And I'll be like, right. Close all the curtains, put the Christmas yeah. trees on. Yeah, oh, like, it's too much. Put the coal was on the fire. Was your mum like that? Because I know that she was very much like uh, Christmas mode. And No, because no, she would. it was never Christmas mode until my birthday had gone. So I would still Which, get... I don't know how she did because even she's I... She's a legend. Even I'm like, we need Christmas before the 7th of December. How are you going to be like that if your child's like that? If your child's born on the 12th? Of December. Yeah. Why can't... And they're going to be opening no, why Christmas does it have to be separate? Why does it have to be separate? Why can't it be this month is about your birthday and aren't you so lucky that you also get Christmas in the probably same the, month? Probably like, the same reason that it's you... It's just the narrative. You and your uncle didn't share birthday cakes because it's on the same day, so well, you might as well. Okay, so guys, my uncle, Mamaji, I love you forever. He is never going to listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> ever. But he basically lied to me growing up. He... Is the sweetest man in the world. And he told me that his birthday was on the 24th of September. And it's because mine's on the 25th and his is actually on the 25th of September. And he just said to like all these brothers and sisters, like, can we just say that my birthday's on the 24th so that Rosie has her own day and doesn't feel like she has to share her birthday. And that's just like an insane level of commitment 
to show someone love without even tell, like without them even knowing. Do you know what I mean? Because now that I'm older and I know that, I'm like, what a gesture to do and to maintain for, I think it was like 20 years and he waited until after my 21st to tell me, something like that. And I just think that's insane that yes. he did that. And it's so loving and it's lovely. But I Listen still... to what you've said and just copy and paste that onto my birthday being no, 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 no. three Listen, weeks before Christmas. That's not all I've got to say. <laughs> I actually... <laughs> growing up have always shared the birthday celebrations on the day with him with my other uncle who's born on the 23rd and my brother who's born on the 1st of October so the four of us always did joint cakes and joint celebrations with the family anyway which I loved but hold on I got I can see you louder and louder I've got one more thing to say um I fucking love sharing a birthday with someone. I think that's so exciting. Like, I, I love wearing the same clothes as my sister. I love wearing the same clothes as you. I love doing, I love like twinning and I love matching. And I like just with everything, it makes me really, really happy. It's almost like you've got a best buddy in whatever that you're doing. And I love it. And sharing a birthday, like, I am forever grateful that he did that because I think that's such a bloody sweet thing to do. And if it came to it and someone else had the same birthday as me, I think I'd do the same thing for them as a child. But I just, I really love sharing my birthday with him now. And I just think that's so nice. Like we're like birthday birthday besties, you know? Yeah, that's, yeah but that's, that is different to sharing your birthday with but you said, how would you feel? If, yeah, and you just said it. And was, I'm telling you, I love it. Yeah, so yeah. it's actually the opposite. And you said, nah, whatever. Yeah, you just didn't like my answer. What, this are you this gonna, happens a lot where we just get the, we get the W word, we get the whatever, when we just don't like each other's answer. We're like, okay, whatever, we should move on. So we just get your cousin uh, Merry Christmas and Happy Birthday card this year. Oh, well, my cousin is actually born on Christmas Day, so, so we what are you going to do a, about that? We'll just get a half and half card. Shall we actually? I think she'd find that joke, so I can't lie. Or do you think she would if she was seven? <laughs> no. Well, then. <laughs> Are you seven? <laughs> right, let's go into the first dilemma, guys. Um, before we go into the dilemma, shall I be like, how are you guys doing? How are you feeling today? And answer the poll below, or shall I? Mm, nah. No. You've ruined Christmas, so you might as well just carry on with the <laughs> oh, podcast. <God. laughs> right, you're not getting your poll then, then, guys. Hi, Rosie and Henry. I just want to start off by saying that I love all the advice you guys have given in previous episodes. So I'm looking forward to seeing what advice you can give me. I also want to say thank you in advance and I want to apologise for the long dilemma. Please don't apologise. I fucking love them when they're really long. They're like so much more interesting. Give us all the details, please. I'm not reading any more out. I don't oh, think after guys, we actually cut it out. Did we cut your, were you reading it out out? I can't remember. It took a lot of takes. Didn't oh, it? it took a lot. Yeah, like it was, and it was me because I couldn't follow what he was saying while he was reading it out. And then I was getting confused answering the dilemma. And we basically had to like scrap it and then start it again because it was so confusing. So the job is for Rosie to read them out as I normally do anyway. And Henry to listen. Because you're a good listener. I'm not a good listener. You're not. I'm not. Sorry. <gasps> I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been speaking to this guy from Tinder for over three months now. We have only met for the first time a month ago. We only speak once a day and in the evening. That's interesting. That's if I reply to his message in the evening. Otherwise, we don't speak at all that day why are you not texting him back i've i've said this we spoke about it last time i think what how we got on so well because we text similar but a lot of people just like once or twice a day text, text at six phone on the side so weird go away like just talk to each other please how do you know what i'm I'll, let me just okay i don't want to be really like critical but it's much more difficult to develop a relationship or even just to develop a sense of are we going to like each other if we go on a date? Like, it's just hard to figure that out unless you talk, right? I don't know. It depends. 
Mm. She's not necessarily said it's a bad thing. No. This is an ick. This is so annoying. So she might enjoy it, right? Okay. A few weeks ago, he told me that he liked me, which was nice as none of the guys I have dated or spoken to in the last year have gotten to that stage. He says he's busy with tennis training and as he's a tennis player. Oh, love that. And I do believe him, but I still want a bit more communication to happen between us throughout the day. Then why don't you text him back more then and make sure you reply to him every day if you want more communication? I told him this a few days ago and he said he'll make it up to me when we meet up. But I'm not sure when that's going to be since he hasn't made any plans. He talks about future plans like going on road trips and helping me with uni, which makes me feel like he's serious about me and that he's not wasting my time like the guys before him have. But I still can't shake off the feeling that I might be wrong about his intentions. I've been feeling like this for a while now, but I wanted to wait until the three month mark as that's usually when people show their true colours, or at least in my case. I'm not really sure how I should proceed as I don't think I would be happy with this level of communication if we were to end up in a relationship. So please help. Girl, you literally said, I'm sorry, I'm talking to you as your older sister right now. I'm sorry, but you said to him, that's if I reply to his messages in the evening. Otherwise, we don't speak at all that day. So that's on you. Like, speak. Why don't you reply to him more and speak to him more? Sorry for having a go at you. Okay, back to being nice sister mode. But how about you start opening up the... Uh, lines of communication and you start speaking to him a bit more like start asking him in the morning you know how did you sleep last night or if you don't speak to him to lunchtime maybe say how's your how's your morning been so far what did you have for lunch what's for lunch what's for breakfast we do that we do that good way to just start chatting i keep a constant stream going (laughs) yeah we actually do have a constant because you can just read that and be like oh i can just reply to this as and when yeah but then it's still a bit like light hearted it's not like yeah, you're not having like serious conversations yeah, yeah, or like trying to chit-chat. keep like, yeah, it's chit chat. And it's not small talk because, you know, at first it might feel like small talk. But when you like develop into your relationship, if that's what happens, you'll you'll just it's just nice. Like I love hearing about what Henry eats for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Obviously, I know what he has for dinner because it's with me most times. But whenever we're not together and we eat a meal, we basically send pictures of our meals to each other. Or we, yeah. actually, to fair, we haven't done that in a while, but we will tell each other like what we've eaten and like for both of us it's almost like a it's like a a form of endearment like i see us sharing our food stuff it's not it's really not that deep but when you when we when we do it like i I think it's nice and it fills me with happiness knowing that you ate well that day or you didn't because i care about you and i want you to eat well and And it's the same for me same for you like in the morning you'll be like oh i had salmon today and i'll be like oh again oh oh, (laughs) treat yourself like it it just sets a tone doesn't it yeah uh, i think it just another avenue of communication yeah and i think that you need to open up those lines a bit more with him where you've specifically said that you don't always reply i think he's probably thinking like i like this girl i want to take it further with this girl but she you know her communication is a bit up and down sometimes she doesn't reply to me for a whole day and sometimes she does and considering that you're at university as well like it's not like you're of that generation where before like phones were used on the Mm. daily like you're in you're in, in amongst that generation and i'm not do you know what i just think if what you're looking for is more communication then allow that communication to happen and in fact enable it yourself and start it and see where that goes and see that that how that takes you he might be the exact same position of you but just the flip side so he might have spoke to girls before i'm sure he hasn't spoke to any girls before (laughs) he's probably spoken to girls before. he's probably spoken to girls before and he might have been like all gun ho for three months and then it not work out or whatever so he might be feeling the exact same as you and yeah 
neither of you, if you both feel like that, then you're, no one's going to take the lead and be the knight in shining armor. Yeah. You have to kind of like force it out of each other. Especially if he feels like the people that have been full on with him yeah. before are the people that have kind of like messed him around. So he may kind of see that as a bit of a red flag, but equally, perhaps he was the one that was a bit full on before and the girls didn't like that. He feel he feels that people didn't respond to that well. So now he's taking a step back, but he does like you. He does want to pursue things with you, but you're not giving him much to kind of like go off in terms of getting like plans sorted, mm. communication open. And do you know what? I just think like, it doesn't even need to be texting. Like it could be a phone call every day. And I don't know. I feel like right now that might be a bit mm. like much for you, but a bit too much too soon. But I would just really open like get get onto WhatsApp as well because there's something about WhatsApp versus messages that changes it and I think it's that instantness Instant of messaging. the cost. Even though you don't have to constantly reply and you like we will leave hours between our replies some days. I think having a little picture in the car in the corner, having the blue ticks or whatever and you can send gifts and emojis like, i just think it changes the tone yeah. and it's much more light-hearted and just like chitter chatter and i think that it really is on you babe to open those lines of communication and see where it takes you yeah yeah <laughs> i agree all you can do is put your cards on the table right yeah, I think when it comes to dating... Without, like, without being too deep, you can just be like, this is what I want. Yeah. Don't obviously say, don't give them a list, but be like, oh, I wish we could talk more or, oh, we're talking about doing this stuff. Should we actually do something? Like, you have to, like, yeah. edge it out and, like, Also, she said it. that she she wants... that He's said, should we go on another date? Like, he wants to see her again, but he's not made any plans to do it. Why can't you make the plans? Oh, I saw this on tiktok or instagram or one of my friends did this this would be like really should cool. we do this or, yeah. and it doesn't even need to be like anything of a big deal it could just be mini golf <laughs> which we don't play together anymore but it could just be something small you know like just something just little for you up, to do right? meeting up gonna grab a coffee this week like i think when you're dating what one of the biggest like green flags is for one person to see in another person is the consistent effort to just see each other no matter what that is mm -hmm. so when we were dating do you remember we went for that um car date that little mcdonald's date yeah so it was we we had been started off seeing each other once a week for like two weeks and then we started seeing each other each other like two times and then as soon as we went to two times we went straight to like five times a week we're like oh, i want to see you like every second day and so we ended up literally just like having nothing to do. And it was like, he's ended up coming to my house at like half seven, 8 p.m. at night and he needs to go home at nine and it's a 45 minute drive. So we're like, what should we do? And you literally just picked me up in your car. We went to McDonald's and we sat in front of the lake and just like watched the water in the lights. And yeah, like, it was just really nice. And you know what? It, I actually think it sounds a lot mo more romantic than it was because it literally was just parking in a car park and sitting in front of a dark a dark lake basically <laughs> with a few lights bouncing off of it and it was just really nice to spend the time together and just like chat and that's how you like build a relationship with someone is you know having that face-to-face -to -face time together and like all, yeah. seeing how you bounce off one, one another naturally you're almost like playing like as if you are already in a relationship aren't you that's how you <laughs> like when you go to sleep you have to pretend to you're be asleep house. you have to play house to like being in a relationship with someone right? yeah when you pretend to be asleep when you're falling asleep that's so true that's, that's so what funny. it's like so you need to you need to pretend yeah for a little bit yeah and then, and then you'll be like oh this is actually what i want so now i can stop pretending <laughs> right career changes in your 20s okay i haven't by the way we don't read these dilemmas before you send them we like to just like read them first time on the show and give our like genuine honest reactions to them but I'm really glad that you've emailed about career changes in your 20s because 
we've been talking about that recently and it's not like anything going on for us but I was just talking about the fact that I did drama at university did theatre and then I went into medical marketing and I worked in urology and if anybody knows what a catheter is that's exactly what I marketed okay and then after that I fall into becoming a full-time content creator and it's really funny because I actually think my job now is a mixture of theatrics and marketing yeah, and a, yeah. it's actually all fallen in alignment with one another. But if someone else were to look at that, they'd be like, "Fucking hell, she's had like she's done like three different things, and none of them go together." Um, and then we were talking about you, like, what was your first job after uni, Technic? <laughs> yeah, I worked. Well, I worked at, at Argos in a warehouse. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. For you like did ages that, at uni, and then I got a no. Sorry, you got a promotion. Yeah. And you were like supervisor or something, weren't you? Manager. Manager. Oh, manager. Come on, mate. <laughs> Argos manager. And um, then after that, I didn't know what to do. So I just got a like a sit down data processing job at an IT distributor. <laughs> Which everyone in this town ends up like. Did that for like, like everyone works there, right? Yeah, did that for like <laughs> At least three once. years. And then went away. And yeah, you went travelling, didn't spoke you? Spoke to my good friend Dan, and <laughs> he was like, why don't, you, "Why don't you come? Chatty morals. Why don't you come on and just carry my tools around for me?" So I did oh, that. mate, we should so get him on the podcast. He'd be so fucking funny, wouldn't he? He'd probably get him cancelled. Burn the microphone out. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> but you, um, you've done totally different jobs, and like putting Argos aside, like tech data to plumbing, like so different. And I just laugh so much when I picture you sitting at a desk. Because I cannot imagine you doing anything like less suited to you. This is why I, I've referenced it earlier and I've referenced it again now. Mr. Incredible, right? You know, when he sat <laughs> at the desk, you know, that's me. That's why I know that that's bit of the you. film and so well. Harry used to go home and take um, Jack of Potatoes home to his mum for lunch and they used to eat lunch together. And then you'd go At back. lunchtime, yeah. Yeah, 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 obviously. And then you'd come back to work and just be like, oh, sad. Again. Back to the desk. <laughs> click, 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 click. Wait till 5.30. And then sit in the traffic with everyone and go home. <laughs> um, right, let's get into it. Career changes in your 20s, which are perfectly normal, okay? Hi, Rosie and Henry. First of all, love, love, love the podcast and all of your social media content in general. Thank you so much, guys. You know what? I've said this before and I'll say it again. Get, hearing this shit from you guys means so much because I'm someone that's... I think I need a little bit more reassurance than the next person. <laughs> Stop looking at me like that. And... <laughs> I don't have a boss or a manager to turn around and be like, great job today. Like, well done. You're doing well. It's when you guys message me and you're like, you've helped me with this. And mm. like, you're changing my life with this. Or thank you for this. Like, even just being like, I, lo I love this. I like this. You don't even need to like go into anything. It just means a fucking world to me. So thank you so much. And then especially about the podcast. Like, this is so new and so exciting for us still. Like, mm -hmm. It's just so nice to hear. So thank you. From the bottom of my heart. Okay. I'm hoping you <laughs> I'm hoping you can give me a kick up the butt a little or a little bit of comfort, maybe. I'm 25. I'm one month away from qualifying as a chartered accountant. Hello, Missy. Jeez. I spent years of my life qualifying and the degree, working and doing exams to get to this place. I've had two accounting jobs and I just get bored once I'm used to the routine question mark mm. <laughs> i don't know if i need to find something new in this field or just more engaging but how long do you spend looking for the right fit if i have other potential career interests i'd love to be a dietitian but i have no qualifications or experience or i'd open my own coffee shop if i had the money and the balls to i fucking love that i'd love to see something like that 
Any advice? Am I just looking for a quick fit when it comes to careers or does it take time? Is it worth throwing years of studying away to pursue something else? I just don't know. Thanks in advance for any advice that you have. Looking forward to this week's episode. First of all, straight away, wasting years doing a degree will be nothing compared to wasting the rest of your life doing something that you don't like. Yeah. So it's not, you haven't wasted time. You could be saving the rest of your life so don't think of it in a negative way yeah as in wasted time because you might be getting all this time back plus don't think about what you've done up to now think about what it's going to look like moving forward and that should be your priority how it looks moving forward um amazing that you've qualified as an accountant my sister i know exactly like how it is to go through that from the outsiders because my sister did the same and i lived with her when she was going through it and i know how fucking stressful it is so fucking well done because that is amazing you are a real genius over here i'm very proud of you but what i would say is yes careers do take time to find your feet and there are very rarely quick fixes and quick fits i think a lot of people do glamorize their job to certain degrees or sometimes you just don't talk about the negatives because you don't want to talk about the negatives. You want to relive the negatives of your work. So you talk about the good stuff that's going on. So I hope that you're not basing this on like a comparison to anybody else. Yeah. It's how you feel yourself. Yeah. Do you like, you can be at work and be like, Oh, this is, this sucks a bit, but I know in four years I'm going to be where Janice is. That's what (laughs) I want to do. That's my dream job. Guys, you've just watched a show on fucking Netflix (laughs) and Janice gets like hammered to death. Yeah, she does. Well, she, no, doesn't. she doesn't. Act. Oh, well, don't tell him. Uh, oh, spoiler alert. Sorry. Anyway. We're not going to tell you what the show is in case you're watching it. <laughs> anyway, so you you might have to like... I might have to cut my laugh out and that was quite like... Pull up your like. boots and do that bit that you want to do to get yeah. to where you want. But if you're if you're in that job now and you're like, nothing like in my view here appeals to me. Do you know what I would say is that when you're an accountant, sorry, I thought you were flexing your arm then. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I got something on my finger. Oh. Um, when you're an accountant, you your job actually changes a lot depending on what field that you go into, like what industry you mm. end up in. So my sister's worked in tech when she worked for a company in Reading and then she didn't like that at all. She left, she like literally hated it. And she was also the only one in the company who was studying. So she found it really hard to like relate to anyone when she was working there. So she left there and then she went to go work in the Evening Standard. Now, let me tell you, the Evening Standard, yes, is a newspaper, but they also have ESI Media. They have um, connections to the Independent. They have like a lot of other businesses within that business and within that building so she's got the beauty department she's got the sports department she's got the um i think i wouldn't call it like mother and child but it's like the the maternal staff she's got all that stuff going on around her so even though that she's an accountant she gets to like experience and expose herself to all the other departments and interact with all those other kinds of people that like come in those departments like marketing people are traditionally very different to accountants right or accountants people actually people who are accountants sometimes surprise you because they are actually way more like the sports people and the marketing people than you expect them to be right and so I think as an accountant and as someone I'm not an accountant obviously but <laughs> when you're an accountant really I think fucked. it's really <laughs> fuck off <laughs> I think it's really important to Henry literally does look after all of our money as well. Um, I think it's really important to um, kind of uh, like get yourself into at least into a, a company that you can 
experience different, not even the roles, but you can experience the different types of people that come in different roles. You almost need to see someone who does your role very similar in a different environment yeah to then see if it is the job or if it's the place that you're working at yeah i think often with accountancy it can be the company because this can be such a fucking demanding job as well i don't think limit it to accountant like i think a lot of people assume that you have this job role and you're like so i do this job here or i do it for a paint company and it's this the same but instead of putting whatever on the piece of paper i just write paint do you know what I mean? <laughs> they think it's the exact same job, but it's it not. It's the fucking same. It's You're so right. Like with marketing, like I technically still work in marketing now, or I've done marketing like um, a con- like I've been a consultant for a marketing company when I was at university, and that was so much fucking different to when I worked in medical marketing. So the company and the industry that you're in, mm. or that or the industry that that company is in, I think actually counts for a lot more than you realise. Because yes, your job might technically be the same. You're still crunching numbers, or you're maybe in charge yeah. of auditing, or you're in charge of tax, or whatever. But you will find your experience to be so different dependent on the company. And again, in saying that, you will find your job to be so different dependent on the other people you work with. So don't let go of a career because actually the environment that you're practicing your expertise in isn't fulfilling you more than the career itself. Yeah. I would say that you're still very young, like 25. Like I'm only fucking 26. Like I could change my job in like five years. Do you know what I mean? Like we are still very young to be at this stage where, okay, I need to make a decision whether I'm going to continue pursuing this or I'm going to change it. Actually, why don't you keep trying things out? Maybe change the company, go for like a company with a bit more interest that you might have a bit more interest in. You talk about being a dietitian, you have to go to fucking, I swear you have to go to uni for like fucking 12 years or 15 years to be a dietitian. Like it's next fucking level. I don't know, but if you were thinking of that, you could look for accounting jobs in a in, firm. Yeah. Like what about Zoe, that company? Zoe, that gut health company where oh, yeah. they, it's like a fucking, you walk into a room and there's like 40 dietitians in front of you. Like what about a company like that where they, are basically working in the industry that you have personal interest in and you continue with your accountancy job within that company but at least you can work out actually is this taking more of my interest like looking at the marketing team or looking at the dietitians and what they're doing than my job and also there's sorry there's also an aspect of it you're always going to be more interested in someone else's job than your own yeah because it's your job you do it every day you're going to eventually get bored yeah but also changing a company and like that has your interest you also then see if it's oh i actually don't mind doing my job yeah and now i'm doing it somewhere different it's a little bit different for a while and i know what i'm doing i'm learning stuff but still doing the same thing and you're working towards um you're working towards like you you've the you've, bigger picture that you're you've got an interest in yeah you start to refine yourself then as opposed yeah. to just saying i've got an accounting job i don't know what to do you're yeah. now trying to like steer it into a bit of a direction so it's like a career path as opposed yeah. to just a, a career a career yeah i have so a career right. or i've got a career path like yeah so right so right and also in saying all of this like i i would if i was generally your big sister which i am i'm standing here now and i would say you need to stick out the accountancy a little bit longer trial it out in a few different industries that you already have an interest in and do that because worst comes to worst you turn around at the end and it's not even a fucking bad position to be in and you say it's the accountancy i'm not fucking interested in it fine that's absolutely okay 
at least you've tried, but at least now you're sat in an industry with connections, with colleagues who are in the industry that you have a personal interest in. So you can find a much easier and smoother way of exiting accountancy and heading into a career where you want it to be. Yeah, you don't want to look back and think that you jump ship too early. Yeah. So if you try a couple of other places or even one other place, you go, look, I tried it here. I tried it there for X amount of time. Yeah. It didn't work. I know within myself now that the, uh, that's a, I don't need to ask for an opinion. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I know myself that this is, no, it didn't work out. I tried it here. I tried it there. Try it out, but trust your gut. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Oh, babe. No, I'm sad that you're feeling this way because I think when it comes to careers, like there's so much pressure on us to like know yeah. what we want to do. Literally from the age of 16, they put pressure on us yeah. to know, to make decisions based on what we want to do for the rest of our lives. And then if you jump ship and you totally change careers, like there's a bit of a negative stigma against that. It's and like I think frowned upon with older generations. Oh my God. The older generations stink, right? Because that's so stupid like i'm sorry martin but you got to the age of 45 you've had a midlife crisis i fucking love a midlife crisis by the way i'll talk to you about that in a minute <laughs> i <laughs> yeah you do um <laughs> sorry martin but you're 45 and you're having a midlife crisis you just bought a sports car and now you're changing your careers you no longer want to be like the cfo of this medical company and now you want to go work in f1 but you just want to go be someone's assistant because that that it like makes you more passionate that you're more passionate about that you're more interested that's not a fucking problem fantastic i'm happy for you but why is it that same older generation that stereotypically suffer in so fucking much from having midlife crisis are the ones that are coming at us saying like oh that's frowned upon or you shouldn't do that that's you know that's a bad idea you need to stick to the same industry you need to build your connections you need to build your knowledge you need to build shut up if i want to change my mind i'm gonna change my mind and it's gonna make me happier at the end of the day that's the goal to be happier and to feel fulfilled so i love midlife crisis guys Henry and I were talking about this the other day. <laughs> well, I was, okay, right, off the back of it, I was having a bit of a mental breakdown. With everything that I've been telling you guys about how I've been feeling, just like a bit lost and a bit, you know, isolated, it just kind of like spurred this massive conversation with Henry and I. And I just said to him, like, people put such a negative tone when someone does have a midlife crisis, like when they are 45, 35, 40, like however old they are, they turn around and they're like, right, I want to fucking run away from the life that I'm living right now and I want to do everything totally different. Buy a jet ski. Buy a jet ski. <laughs> buy a fast car. Yeah. Move to Florida. Like, whatever it is. Guys, do you not ever think that that's that person for the first time in their life and they're in fucking fight or flight mode because for the first time in their life, they've had a fucking enough of doing the things that they don't want to fucking do and they take a step back and they're like, right, I'm going to do this for me now. I'm going to do something for me. And they're in panic mode, to, like normally people feel a little bit in panic mode when this comes because it's overwhelming it's so overwhelming just pausing for a minute and thinking i've just lived 25 years of a life that i actually haven't enjoyed or i've done and i've loved my life there's nothing wrong with it but it's not quite fulfilled me it's not enough for me and those people are taking that those pauses and they'll be like right I want to do more. I want to do something different. They're chasing the dopamine, which is why the fucking jet ski comes in. Let me tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been on a jet ski? No. <laughs> why? Have you? Well, how do you know? How do you know? Dopamine, because it's a fast car in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> and the wind's going through your hair. You never can change career to be a jet ski salesman. Why? Fast car in the ocean. That sounds. <laughs> that sounds like a song. Get your hair going. <laughs> 
goosebumps on my back. <laughs> Honestly, I just think there's such a negative stigma yeah, against changing is. careers no matter what age. And I think it's a really important thing that you become open to, that you you just learn to accept the fact that it's okay. If you change your career or change your job, you don't, all that stuff that you've learned or developed, Yeah. you don't just go, right, I'm not right. I'm going to go back to level one, people skills. I've never spoke to someone before, so I don't have to speak to someone in a work environment. Or time management you skills use, that I've done. You it's use your all, knowledge. You take it all over. It's transferable. Transferable skills, guys. Yeah. They have a fucking class at uni for that. Transferable skills. Guys, I reckon I will not be an influencer forever. I don't want to be an influencer forever. I'm loving it now. It's great now. But I, if I'm being totally fucking honest, it doesn't fulfill me to the point where... I sit back at the end of the day and I'm like, I am 100% doing everything that I want to be doing. I want more. I want to do more. I want to do something bigger and I want to do something better, if I'm honest. But I love doing it now. And I, how I see influencing is that it's going to allow me and enable me to build what I want to build. Mm -hmm. And I don't 100% know what that looks like right now. I will continue to figure out as I go. But on paper, my career is content creator right now. And I think in five to 10 years, it's going to be something different. I want to create something bigger off the back of it. Within, do you know what? Within the same values, the same messaging, I want to create something to help women better themselves, to look after themselves, to help become the best versions of themselves. But... I'm not going to be a motivational speaker who's standing on stage talking to women about how they can live their dream lives by doing X, Y, and Z. Do you want to buy blah. this jet ski? You need to follow. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> jet ski! <laughs> but yeah, just being honest, just putting that out there. I actually don't know where I was going to go with that, but I just want to put that out there because I think a lot of people think like, oh, she's successful, she's doing really well. But that's all going on in the back of my mind as well. Like, mm. I think it's normal to feel this way. Yeah, and it's only because you've, like you said, you've had a few different careers. Yeah. And now this is kind of, well, it is your own business, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my baby. Like, So that when you, yeah. go, when you go to this next career, yeah, you're not going to be like, oh my God, I don't. How I many times I'll just say yeah, by the way? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, when we look. 100%. We're off. 100%. Did you, stop. Did you guys listen to that episode with Imogen and Molly? Please, can you go listen to it if you haven't? It's the, um, oh, what is it? The Body Dysmorphia episode mm -hmm. where we're just talking about self-acceptance. I swear to God, every two minutes, I was like, 100%. Yeah, 100%. One time I went, 110%. <laughs> <laughs> it made me cringe so bad, but I was saying it while someone else was speaking, so I couldn't even like cut them out. Also, that's a fucking ball late to get Tally, our editor, to cut them all out. So we left them in there, but whatever. Someone took my place. Hey, Rosie and Henry, I hope you guys enjoy my dilemma. Oh, thank you. I hope we do too. That's such a, yeah. That's so sweet. <laughs> such a strange thing. I hope you enjoy this thing that's uh, causing me stress. Yeah, I oh, hope yeah. you enjoy my life problem. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a girl best friend, at least I considered her it, for Oof. more than seven years, met in 2015. Her name, do you want me to say her name? I'm not calling her out. What should we call her name? That's her name. What should we call her instead? I don't know. I don't think. Janice. Don't Janice, yeah. <laughs> Janice. We had always been really close together and such until she found this new boyfriend of hers who is just horrible. Keeps switching between her and her ex, keeps talking to other girls, etc. Oh, that's really sad. I was the only one in the group who encouraged her to leave and be by herself for the first time before moving on. The relationship kept coming and going and I was like her therapist until he cheated with a girl he's friends with from a different group called... I wonder if she's making these names up because that's a fucking dope's name, but I'm going to call her Tara. 
because I don't want to. That's a joke, man. Tara. Allow you, man. This girl had previously stolen money off her grandmother on a sleepover around 300 euros. This is not the first friend that she stole. Well, this was not the first friend she stole. It was quite a known problem. So she stole money from her friend's grandmother. No. What the hell? And he's cheated on Janice with Tara and Tara's a thief. Bloody hell. I was so angry for my best friend. I was the one picking up the calls, listening to all the crying all the morning and all the rest of the group just kept telling Janice to make up with this thief because the boy was the one in the relationship and not Tara. But where is girl code? No, not even girl code, like human code. Mm, <laughs> like just code. You're stealing from someone's grandma. What's wrong with you? Fast forward, I was the only one that cared and I kept waiting for Janice. Fast forward, I was the only one that cared and that kept wanting Janice's well-being to get better. I went on a holiday back home and had planned shopping sprees with Janice. And on my first day back, I arrived and she said, Look at all this money I got from Tara. She just gave me a load of cash from somewhere. <laughs> I went on a holiday back home and had planned shopping sprees with Janice. And on my first day when I arrived, I asked... Was she still up for it? And she showed me that she had already been with Tara on the day of my arrival. That was when I knew I was not important anymore. I had been switched and I asked how the friendship was going and she told me I'm faking it, she doesn't know it. But she would always make all the time available for her new friend Tara, but not for me, the one who she's faking it for, the one who always picked up and listened to her. I'm the one who always picked up and listened to her worries. She could cry to me that she and she would cry to me that she was alone right i think this girl i don't think english is her first language mm -hmm. i think that's why i left and i said bye i stopped initiating conversation and since then more than half a year has passed they've not spoken for half a year how do i deal with the fact that she just ditched me and she just never said anything again or ever cared about me it hurts that hurts that i've had to keep my distance she never even tried to shorten it I love your pod. Your mates sound a bit fucking nitty. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, it's not very nice, is it? But if, if, if anyone else was to say that to you, you'd be like, well, yeah, just as well you're not friends with them. Like, good, good riddance. Yeah, you would. I know Absolutely. You might, I know you not, might be looking for closure because you've obviously invested a lot of time and effort and into emotions. it. And emotions. Yeah, but it, if someone can do that and totally disregard how you've been in a situation, then of course they're not going to call up and check how you are because yeah. that's not the type of person that they are so she sounds like a terrible friend and she also sounds like she has terrible taste in the people that she surrounds herself with yeah. and i just think this is one of those situations where trying and i know you've not said that you want to get closure but trying to obtain closure is going to be a waste of your energy because she's never going to give you what you want to hear and i understand why you want to hear what you probably want to hear which is i'm really sorry that i took you for granted i'm really sorry yeah. and maybe you're not even bothered about the apologies but you just want some recognition for the fact that this girl has literally cheated you like shit. But at the end of the day, someone that is capable of and willing and can consciously do that to you is not someone that you need to spend a single breath thinking about or worrying about anymore. And I know, of course, you're going to because you're probably now in this phase where you're mourning a friendship that was once really important to you. And look, I had this with that girl that I spoke about a couple episodes ago. You know, the first episode of season two when I spoke about my girl um my girlfriend breakup my best friend breakup that's exactly like it's not the same as what she did but it's pretty much the same i was same the lines. only one yeah. that 
told her to leave her cheating ex and then she just goes and fucks off and basically just marries him <laughs> marries him and then doesn't speak to me anymore and it was really hard for me to get over but you know what it was such a pivotal point in my self-growth like it it's become one of the biggest learning curves I've had in terms of reassessing how much I value myself because I will never allow a friendship to even get to that stage where I am giving so much of me mm -hmm. to a friend that I know deep down doesn't value me. And when I look back on our friendship, there are definitely signs of that, that she like, it was very give and take. Like I was giving and she was taking from the friendship for a lot of the time. She was a great girl. Like I will say that, but before she'd even met him, it was starting to feel a bit funny, almost like the friendship was becoming a little bit forced mm. on my half. So I want to say to you now that this is going to be hard to get over. It is going to feel like a breakup. And I'm I'm sorry that it's happened and it does feel fucking shit. But these people are crap people and you don't need them in your life. And yeah. I, you are going to make friends. Like There are people out there that are going to be some of the closest friends that you've ever had and you haven't even met them yet. And they're... There are going to be people that you meet that show you and remind you without even meaning to how important and how special you are and how lucky they are to have you as a friend. They will make you feel that way. My best friend Vicky makes me feel that way all the time. She makes me feel so lucky to have her as a friend. She also makes me feel that she feels that she's lucky to have me as a friend. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's such an amazing way to make a friend feel. And it's so important that you do feel that way in friendships and Forever and always, I know that her loyalties will be with me and mine will always be with her and that we can talk about things and when there are problems, we can discuss them. But with my old friendship with this other girl who did pretty similar to what your friend has done, to what Janice has done, that could never happen. It was always walking on eggshells, tiptoe around this because we don't want any sort of confrontation. We don't want to have any issues. Like We just want to kind of keep things simmering at a nice level so that we can maintain our friendship. And that's not how friendship should be. So I really want you to dust off your shoulders and just hold your head high and yeah. just walk away from this friendship. Go have an ice cream. Go do something to be like, right, this is the closure I'm giving myself. Yeah. After, after I finish this ice cream, this lollipop, whatever, it's done in the trash <laughs> well there we have it guys first wednesday of september we are starting this new school year metaphorically this new school year <laughs> with some better friends <laughs> yeah we're going back to school oh god <laughs> why did you say Don't that know. <laughs> sounded, sounded cool <laughs> you always say so it really makes me laugh um but yeah no more shit friends keep your head high Keep moving forward. Put it on the line in dating relationships. Oh my Put God, yeah. There. Put it out there. And also with your career, like take risks. Yeah, take 100%. risks. It, like the fact that she said a dream of hers is to open a coffee shop one day. I'm sorry, but the only person stopping you from doing that is mm. you. I know you're saying that you don't have the money, but there are there are ways you can work towards that. And perhaps when you are 45, you know, yeah. that's something that you can do because you've saved for all these years. Exactly. Live your dreams, baby girls. Right. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for being here, Henry. Love yeah, to have no you. Worries. Thanks have for having, having me on the dilemmas. Always, always. Thanks for the dilemmas again this week, guys.
And uh, thanks for listening. Don't forget to give us a five-star review. <laughs> I'm of saying course. this every episode now. I need more reviews. But you know what, guys? I also need um, you guys to follow us on Spotify. Please. Because it really helps me to find out who's listening. Not like you specifically, like, find out your data. I mean, it helps me to know who's listening. And then I can also present that to different studios, to different brands, to help me continue to, you know, allow us. this podcast to grow. Us. Us. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, allow this podcast to grow for us. Thanks. <laughs> you getting FOMO? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so um, it allows it just allows us to grow, to reach more people, and to really just like continue to put ourselves out there and enjoy this. Yeah, like like we're pushing everyone else to go in their own direction and take risks and do things. We're doing that. I'm risking so. my ego by asking you to. Give me five stars. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, right. Okay, anyway, bye. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye, see ya. <laughs>